Genesis 21. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Genesis 21. We're going to start something beautiful today. And then we continue on Wednesday. And conference literally starts next Sunday. Because it's that Sunday and then it's Thursday. Dr. Pastor, Flor- Pastor Cherish. Ayo, we should be here by next week. It's going to be powerful. That's the pastor of the Abuja Church. We're going to have a great time. So I don't want you to miss any service from now. Just make it a habit. The Bible says they grow from strength to strength, each one of them that appear before God in Zion. So there's something that happens to you when you are, you are in the room. Never miss an opportunity. I know you can stream online, but there's something that is special being in the room. You know you don't club online, do you? You don't club a line, right? You, <laughs> you, uh, you be you are in the room, right? Uh-huh. You must stay there. You don't drink. You don't say, I did drink with you. Oh, that's not how you club. You get into the room. So don't stream this in line. Go in the room. Amen. Genesis 21 from verse 8. Can we read together in concert at the count of three? One, two, three, go. And... Can you read out? For the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, even with Isaac. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. And God said to Abraham, let it not be grievous in the sight because of the lad and because of the bondwoman. In all that Sarah had said unto thee, hacking unto her voice, for in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Glory to God. Romans chapter 11, verse 6. Romans chapter 11, verse 6. Let's read together in concert. One, two, three, go. And if by grace, then it's no more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if by works, then it's no more grace. Otherwise, what? This scripture is so simple. Grace stands alone, works stand alone. You can't mix works and grace. If it's of grace, let it be of grace. If it's of works, let it be of works, or else works is no longer works, and grace is no longer grace. Tell a neighbor, stop mixing. Tell a neighbor, you're not a DJ, don't mix it. Then say it again, you're not the blender, don't blend it. Because some of you, your problem is you keep mixing law with grace, and then you bring some grace, and then you sprinkle law on top of it, you can't mix both. They are two different covenants and have nothing in common. One is left on the shelf to decay and is gathering dust. So stop yearning dust by speaking law. Stay with the gospel of God's grace. Are you listening to me? Stop yearning dust, but you just keep going. Some of you can't leave dust. You just want to go back to where you're coming from. Don't be in that industry. Be in the ingraced street. Bad English, good preaching. You get the point, don't you? Father, bless your word. In Jesus' name. Be seated. Let's talk. Let's talk. Preaching good. Dude hates it, man. The first thing I want to say to you this morning is that the 
grace of God can stand alone. Did you hear what I said? Have you ever seen some things that are not standing properly that you need to support? One would be that speaker over there. If it starts bending properly, I will need to get somebody to support it or else it will to fall on the gentleman there. And that's not good for us. The grace of God can stand alone. You don't need to straighten it. It straightens you. Are you listening to me? Grace straightens you. You don't need to straighten grace. Because some people, once they hear about the grace messages, mm, let's see how we can straighten it. Let's align it. Then Balasianga, let's put it, let's balance it. Are you listening to me? The gospel does not need your support. It supports you. You understand? It supports you. So even if you think you're supporting the gospel you're giving, the gospel supported you enough for you to give support to what... Are you listening to me? It supports you. It doesn't need your, your support. The gospel does not need makeup. It makes you up. With the gospel, you just wake up to look good. Because that's what the gospel does. With the gospel, you don't add anything. It gives you everything. You don't add anything to it. It adds everything to you. I have to say that again. Well, the, say, you know, when you hear about the gospel of grace, you say, mm, let's just add something to it. No, you don't add anything to it. It will add everything to you. Because it's complete in and of itself. Does not need any support system. Are you listening to me? Now, the problem is where this support system usually comes from is when you start preaching grace, they'll tell you it's hyper grace. Because you, they try to differentiate grace from hyper grace. And some even, some even think they're flattering me to say, Piflo, I like the way you teach grace. At least you're not teaching hyper grace. You don't know what you're talking about. If it is not hyper, it's not grace. Any power and any love that can forgive you all your sins, past, present, and future, that's very hyper. Some of you, just the things you have done up until now, it takes hyper grace to fix the things that you have done from the day five that you had since more till now. The things that you have done for somebody to forgive you and love you regardless is hyper. So if it's not hyper, it's not grace. If it's not responsible, it's not grace. So the two components of grace is hyper and what? The power and what? The pardon. The pardon and the pardon. And the power, rather. Are you listening to me? So if it's not hyper, it's not grace. Let me show you scriptures. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 7. Ephesians 2, 7. It says, in the ages to come, he might show the, ex somebody say, exceeding riches of his grace. One more time. Say, exceeding riches of his grace. That is not little riches of his grace. That's not a, do you understand? It's not a, a just a 10% measure of his grace. It's the exceeding rich. Is that grace small? Give me this in the TPT, the Passion Translation. Throughout the coming ages, we will be the visible display of the infinite, limitless riches of his grace and kindness. Infinite. Limitless. Infinite means there's no way you, like you are here, and you now live up to 1,000 years, you cannot exhaust the grace of God. Limitless, that there's nothing you can do. That grace will say, no, 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 this one. What do you think Paul was saying that we may know the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height of God's love? What do you think Paul was saying? And to understand the love of God that passeth knowledge. How do you know something that is beyond knowledge? It's revelation. What was Paul saying? You can't stray away and stray out of his love. 
You can't run too fast and run out of his love. That's the length. You can't fall too deep and fall out of his love. You can't fly too high and fly out of his love. That's the length, the breadth, the height, and the depth of God's love. So the grace of God is hyper. If it's not hyper, it's not grace. Can we settle that now? So once you hear hyper grace, tell them, yes, that's what grace is. If it's not hyper... 2 Corinthians 9, verse 14. King James. Are you learning something already? He says, and by their prayer for you, which long after you, for the, ex- do you see that again? Exceeding grace of God in you. Did you see the adjective? The exceeding grace, not the, the portioned grace. Give me this in the next translation. Let's, let's interrogate it. Because of this extraordinary grace. Can you see that? Which God has lavished on you. They will affectionately remember you in their... Why? Extraordinary grace. So grace is extraordinary. Grace is exceeding. Grace is limitless. Grace is infinite. Grace is what? Infinite. It is limitless. It is exceeding. It is extraordinary grace. So grace is not... If it's not hyper... It's not the grace of God. So what I'm saying is God hyperly loves you. God hybridly loves you. I'm, I'm look, God hyperly loves you. God does, when we use our declaration that you are passionately loved by God, we know what we're saying. That means you are, you are not just loved, you are passionately loved. You are hyperly loved by God. He can't do without loving me. What makes him God is that he loves me regardless. He knows my real face and my real state, but loves me regardless. You know, this is church face. But grace knows your real face, your real state, but still loves you regardless. That's how grace rolls. So we don't pretend for grace. No, 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 no. He knows everything. The Bible says all things are naked and exposed to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Everything is exposed. Are you listening to me? Tell your neighbor, God loves me. So the problem comes from this thought of hyper grace. It is hyper. So they are trying to be careful. Watch this. And so what they do is, let us reduce it a little bit. Now the grace of God, don't touch it. Leave it the way it is. By the time you try to reduce it, you're adding law to it. Come, come. MVP, come. Quick, quick, quick. So, with where he is right now, if I tell him to move, because what you think sometimes is that the difference is just a little variation. That, you know, I, I know what your pastor preaches now. It's just, this is just a little, it's not a, it's a major variation. So, if I tell MVP to move straight, he's going to end up to where my cameraman is standing. Yes or yes? Now, the message of the DJ and the message of the blender is not MVP come like this. No, the devil is too smart for that. The devil is more corny than wicked, more crafty than powerful. So here's what the devil does. Whilst MVP stands facing the camera, he just... So this position and this position are in the same. If we keep walking, we'll get to different states in Nigeria. So guess what you say? We are in the same position, but different perspective. 
Are you listening to what I'm saying? So you say we are both Christians, no doubt, but the perspective is not right. Who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the perspective of the truth, which is God's grace. So if we move like this, I'm going to move like this. He's going to move like this. He's going to end up somewhere else. I'm going to end up so. So what the devil does is just a little, a little variation. Not get out of the, don't be a Christian again. The devil is not that stupid. Come on, stop it. He skips you here and just, uh, just, that's it. Once you are like this, he's done. He can then leave you. You're on a different tangent. Because you've missed what? The variation. Paul says this, not son. It's not a little variation, it's a major variation in Galatians chapter 1. Paul speaking in Galatians, he says it's not a small variation, you know. It's a major, it's another gospel, it's another spirit. He says, I can't believe you, whether how easily you have turned traitor to him who called you by the grace of God and by embracing an alternative message. Watch this. It is not a minor variation. Are you seeing that? You know. It is completely other, an alien message, a new message, a lie about God. Those who are provoking this agitation among you are turning the message of Christ on his head. Let me be blunt. What is he blunt about? If any one of us, he puts himself in this category, even an angel from heaven were to preach something other than what we preached originally. So keep, keep this place. Put that word originally. That's very powerful. Oh my God. Originally. So if I <laughs> if I tell Adam man, Adam and say Adam man, oh more, this is your shoe and this is your dress today, man. He's giving, man. I love it. And I tell Adam to tell this guy. By the time he gets to the end of the church, both of us are sleeping with each other. You, you know what I'm talking about? Either man, ah oh man, this is your caco. But second role here, you don't change though. Say P flow in the is into is into adding. By the time he gets there, P flow is doing man to man. By the time we get to the end, we are sleeping with each other. But what I said to him is that I like the way. So what is the gospel? The original message. Because you know this thing has traveled from generations. And has been mixed up with many, many personal philosophies, ideologies, idiosyncrasies, preference, opinions, experiences, traditions, culture. So the way to trace it is look for what he did originally. His death, his burial and resurrection original message. He now says, let, me, let him be a cause. Watch this. I said it once and I'll say it again. If anyone, regardless of reputation, that's where the problem is, and credentials. Who's that boy? He's just a young boy now. When, when Daddy Olubosere was there in 1974, when Daddy was there, well, where was he? We are talking about, this, this, was, this was years in the mountain. The age of the lie doesn't make it truth. Doesn't make it truth. Truth doesn't respond to age. It responds to revelation. If you don't know it, you don't know it. As experienced as your mother, she will tell you, come and check my WhatsApp. Abby? 
my was up. Are you seeing clearly the original message? Let, let me go back to let me go let me go back to my message. Can I announce to you, a false prophet is better than a false teacher. Oh, yeah. A false teacher is more dangerous than a false prophet. The false prophet, at best, we chop your money. The false teacher, we mess up your mind. Perpetually. The problem in Nigeria, we've had false prophets who are now false teachers. And false teachers who are false prophets. So he's become very dangerous. And when this racketing, when falsehood becomes an institution, truth looks like rebellion. So you who's preaching, preaching the truth, you are the one who's rebellious. Because the lie has stayed for generations to come. That's what I'm dealing with. That's why they hate me and I'm, I'm very aware of it. And I'm fine with it. A generation is coming who will say that man started this talk when everybody hated him. It will show up. My crown will not be given to another man. No way. We'll stay consistent in this message. What do you think Paul was speaking about in Galatians chapter 5 verse 9? Give me Galatians 5 verse 9. A little leavening, leavening the whole lump. What do you think Paul was saying here? He's saying that's more yeast in the dough. That's all you need. So you, yeah, you don't need a conference message to change your perspective. You need a discussion to change your perspective. Some of you, I know that you're having discussions because of the kind of questions you send to me. So I know that this person is not talking to other grace people. He's talking to other people who are outside of the fold. He's talking to the DJs. And the mixers. I can tell your relationship when you talk to me. I can, know, I can tell who you're hanging with. Whether you're landing with the DJs or you're handing with grace men. Because they will supply you with certain scriptures out of context. Because they're the blenders and they, they, they give you smoothies. Because you come to church, but you have a prayer meeting, you have a fellowship, you have a prophetic, a this, and all those meetings, there's no grace. Clap for yourself. You're doing well. You're doing well. Doing well. One step forward, ten step backward. Check your life. Give me the next translation for this prayer. I'm for you. I'm here for you. This false teaching is like a little yeast that spreads through the whole batch of the... So that a little yeast that Paul was talking about, false teaching, just once false teaching will mess up your life. Give me the other translation. It takes only one wrong person among you to infect all the others. Just one person who you are relating with, who believes in the law of Moses, just, you know, those, guess, 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 let, me, let me tell you how they talk. The old, the old and new, everything, we must obey the whole Bible. It's the whole Bible. Let me tell you everything. Don't even try to kick the old away. It's the whole Bible. Don't tell me, they, 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 they don't know anything. Grace, grace is dangerous. Let me even tell you. That's how people, they'll miss heaven. It will shock them. Miss which heaven? Heaven that is inside of you. How do you miss it? Who is Jesus inside of you? That's heaven inside of you. Who's like the Lord in all the earth? Beauty as love. Nothing in this world could satisfy. Jesus, you. Jesus, you're the 
Jesus is heaven. This I know that this was not written by a Nigerian man. We don't sing this like this. This I know. It, Satan, don't fall for gutter. You enter the gutter with the Satan. Macha, macha. Inside the gutter. When you are seated in Christ. In the gutter, you leave your Christ. You enter gutter. Macha, macha. Inside gutter. Clap for yourself. Clap for yourself. Amen. Are you, are you, are you, are you, are you proud of yourself? Street ignorant behavior. So the manage is that whole management of let's control you because grace liberates that law controls that law just controls it's just to control you to manage you to just the biggest problem with the gospel is not Islam so stop shouting people the Islamization of Nigeria no that's not the problem with Nigeria the biggest problem with the gospel is something that looks like the gospel but it's not the gospel. Coca-Cola's biggest rival is not Malta Guinness. It's Pepsi. Something that looks like Coke, but it's not Coke. And can never satisfy you like Coke. Now get like Coke there. Ah. Bridget, I buy one crate of Coke. Bridget, Bridget, help me, help me. Supply Coke, give her my bag. Say, it can never satisfy you like Coke for my soul. The biggest problem with Nike is not FUBU, it's Nike for Maba. The greatest problem with the church is not Islam. It's something that looks like the gospel, but it's not the gospel. It's a pseudo message, almost truth, a lie about God, an adjustment. And they tie it to a result. We are getting results. You can't tell where God is moving because of result. God told Moses to speak to the rock. He struck the rock. Water came out. So result doesn't mean the process is right. God said to Moses, don't this second time, don't strike this rock. Speak. To, he went and struck. The water came out. The Bible says they drank and they were. The Bible didn't say as they drank the water and the water began to push them and the other. They, they drank. So God will meet the needs of people. Doesn't mean that the process is right. You may be opening yourself to a different spirit, another Jesus, another gospel that we have not preached. Are you listening to me? Are you learning something? Glory to God. So is that control system of just? Managing you. And then they will tell you, be careful. You know this grace. You can frustrate grace. How do you frustrate grace? Can we discuss that? Romans 2. Galatians 2 verse 21. Galatians 2 21. Do you want to know how to frustrate grace? Because that's exactly what you are doing. Galatians 2. I do not frustrate the grace of God. If, for if righteousness come by the Lord, then Christ is dead what? So how do you frustrate grace? By going back to the law. That's what frustrates. Not sin. Sin does not frustrate grace. It's the law that frustrates grace. Because you still need grace to bring you out of sin. Romans 5 verse 20. Let's, let's, let's do some Bible study. Romans 5. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. Watch this. But where sin abounded, grace did what? Give me this in the message translation. 
All the passing laws against sin did was produce more lawbreakers. But sin didn't and doesn't have a chance in competition with the aggressive forgiveness we call grace. Can we read the many, the many parts of the verse? One, two, three, go. When it's sin versus grace, grace wins. What are you talking about? I didn't write it. It's in the Bible. So grace is not what, what frustrates sin. What is law? You bring the DJ, the spirit of the DJ. You just mix it. Just a sprinkle. And just that mixer. And the blenders. And the blenders. What, what was the difference between Paul and what was the difference between Paul and Peter? Peter was apostle to the Gentiles. Peter was, Peter was preaching Jesus plus circumcision. Because that's what he went through. Come, 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 my Peter. Apostle Peter. This was not a small boy in church. Peter walked on water. Have you walked on water? Try swimming pool when you get home. Peter walked on water but did not understand Christ. Paul walked in Christ. Ross, why do you think they did not have any debate who would be the chief apostle when Jesus left? You walk out for water. They leave her for Peter. I said, your man, no. But Peter was preaching Jesus plus circumcision. That now that we are the Jews, when you give your life to Christ, come for circumcision. That's what we preach now. When you give your life to Christ, you must go for deliverance. You must go for, have you been water baptized? Do you have anointing oil to add to it? Because faith in Christ is not enough. Do you have a mantle? One, one part powerful, one cash. If you hold it, are you different from a, your, your grandmother that was a native doctor who used to tie something by the waist? So we brought those traditions to church. So the day your oil breaks in your house, hey, my God is on the floor. Then the mantle is dirty, your dirty God, you're carrying it around in your car. Because you don't believe in faith in Christ alone. Paul was preaching, you don't need circumcision. If any man be in Christ, you are new. Circumcision is of the heart. That was the cardinal difference between Apostle Paul and Apostle Peter. Jesus plus nothing. That was the cause of the peace square fight in chapter 2 of, of Galatians. The first peace square fight. Not these ones in Lagos. Galatians 2.11. If my theology is right. Galatians 2.11. Put it there. But when Peter was come to Antioch, I withstood him to his face because it was the cause of the problem. Wow. That's where Peace Quest fight started from. We must be loyal to the gospel. We shouldn't fight the preachers of that fake gospel, but we must deal with the teaching. That's the truth. That's why they hate me. It's fine. I'm, I'm used to it. Oh, they hate me in Lagos. Oh, Jesus. We must deal with the teaching. Our loyalty is to Christ and Christ. I don't care who you are in the system. I won't insult you. I won't blog about you. Neither will I tweet about you. But this truth of the gospel, we die here. We preach this gospel. Jesus plus nothing, minus nothing, equal everything. The blood of Jesus has done everything for us. If I need to add to this blood, we have a major problem with what Jesus did on the cross. That means he lied. When he died, he said it is finished, not to be continued. He didn't say you are finished. He said it is finished. And if it is finished, let's receive what is finished. Not I've done part one, you will do part two. Season one, season two, loading. No, 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 no. It is finished. 
is what he said. What do you think Jesus was saying when he was saying, you can't put new wine in old wine skin? You can't put new wine in old wine skin. It will destroy both the wine and the skin. That's what the Bible says in the book of Matthew. It will destroy both. But we, we, we don't like that. We don't, we, don't, we don't like, you know, bro, sometimes they tell me, why, why can't we just, why can't you embrace the gospel? Why? What's the problem? <laughs> Wait, why can't you explain? To, why can't you just accept the gospel? It is it's too good to be true, but it's the truth of the gospel. What is bad? We just want to see God as the one who can. God, I, I, okay, there's a lot of scriptures in my mind, but I want to, I want to do this on time. Let's do Galatians 2 19 to 21, message translation. Message translation. Message to 19 to 21. I want to show you something from there and I can race to, my clo- to the close. I'm serious. It's really powerful. My God. Tell your neighbor, I'm not going to blend it. I'm not going to mix it. Say it again, I'm not going to blend it. I'm not going to mis- mix it. What actually took place is this. I tried keeping rules and walking my heads off to please God and it didn't work. So I quit being a lawman so that I could become God's man. Christ's life showed me how pardon, and enabled me to do it. Power. Next verse. I identified myself completely with him. Indeed, I have been crucified with Christ. My ego is no longer central. It is no longer important that I appear righteous before you and have your good opinion. You see, this thing has delivered me I don't, he's not acting like a pastor. God does not want actors. Am I auditioning for Hollywood? Do I look like Temisan to you? What's wrong with you? Not an actor. God wants human beings. Come as you are, he will change who you are. Keep this. You know the problem why change is not happening in church? We're not coming as we are. So when we come before God, God is saying, ah, who's that guy? I make a way at you. Ah. Because you come, you did you did you did disguise with a disguise. Holy, how you Lord. Come as you are so that he can change who you are. But you don't come as you are, so there's nothing to change. That's why you keep going on in the mess. Because God cannot change who you pretend to be. God can change who you are pretending to be. Why are you pretending before God? All things are naked and exposed to the eyes of which we do we have to do. I am, oh, this, this, it's even that one I read, it's not even, it's not dangerous. It now says, I am no longer driven to impress God. Have I been able to impress my wife, my mother, and everyone around me to just jump? God, I want to impress. Why? Jesus impressed him for me, so he's eternally impressed with me. That removes me from the treadmill of performance and puts me into the place where I receive his grace and enjoy all the largest and the finished work that he he really died for me on the cross of Calvary. Are you listening to me this morning? Next verse. Christ lives in me. The life you see me living is not mine. It is lived by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I'm not going back to that on that. 
continue. Let's, it says, is it not clear to you that to go back to that old rule, keeping pair-pleasing religion will be an abandonment of everything personal and free in my relationship with God? I refuse to do that to repudiate God's grace. See the next verse. If a living relationship with God could come by rule-keeping, then Jesus died. If I could do it, he would not have died. It's because I cannot do it. That's why he died. Some of you want to go and kill yourself. Somebody came, went and killed himself so that you will not come and go and. <laughs> That's the scripture. He prepares us. He prepares us for the rapture. That's beautiful. He even prepares us for the rapture. I was telling first service, if Sozo's school bus comes and Sozo is not ready for school, who should you blame? The parents, not Sozo. Jesus is responsible for that thing. He gives me what? Revelations chapter. I read it for you first. Revelations chapter. I was going to do it too. It's 19 verse 6 to 8. 19, 6 to 8. And I heard the sound of massive choir and the sound of mighty prophet. The sound of strong thunders. Hallelujah. The master reigns our God. The sovereign strong. Next verse. He now says, let us celebrate, let us rejoice, let us give him the glory. The marriage of the Lamb has come. His wife has made us how. Next verse. The Bible says, she was given a bridal gown. Because you can't make yourself ready without what he is giving to you. So he prepares you that he may present it to himself. So he's doing the presentation to himself. A glorious church not having spot or wrinkle. Read contextually. Have you seen Bible? Watch out for the DJ. What, let me show you the DJ. Come, sir. How are you? You're good. You believe in God's grace. But you know, if you're not fruitful, you cut your food. Hmm. That's what the Bible says. So you have to be fruitful. This is your church that you're going to now. Make sure, if you're not steadfast, cut you. And they'll show you Bible, John 15. Emeka. I'm the true vine. Sit, sir. The father is the husband man. Next verse. Every branch in me. They like, oh, Bolly, they dealt with me with this verse. Let see, they finished me. It was a series. The consequences of unfruitfulness. Amen. (laughs) You're not fruitful. Hey, cut you away. You're not, cut cut off. You are not, you? We are sure like this. Cut off. You're cut off straight. He says, any, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he, that's it. God will take you away. Once you are not fruitful, he takes you away. God does not have time for people who are not fruitful. Let me just tell you. The church should not be quiet. You not be looking at your neighbor who is fruitful. Say, now, wow, you, you don't dare church day. That guy knows. He's having PTSD right now. He cut you off. You always come in. He cut, cut off. Cut off. Cut off. But English is not the primary translation of the Bible. So the word take it away is the word Iro. A-I-R-O. It doesn't mean to cut off. It means to assist. Any branch that beareth not fruit, he will assist. He will help. He will nourish. Give me this in TPT. Verse 1 and 2. Give me TPT verse 1. Verse 1 and 2. 1, 1, 1. I am the true sprout vine and, my, and the farmer who tends the vine is what? 
See the next verse. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitless. He pain you, eh? <laughs> so he doesn't cut off the ones that are no fruit. Guess what? He helps them. Oh, this thing is dying. He plants well. He waters them. The Bible says, you are clean through the word that I have spoken unto you. That he may cleanse it and wash it by the washing of, washing of water, which is what? The word of God. So any branch that is unfruitful, you water with the word. Say, so cut it off. Cut it off. No fruitful. Cut off with the sword. What is the sword for? The sword is the word of God. The sword helps. The sword, are you listening to me? As the spirit of the DJ. They, they, they must put that control. So, so we, uh, get, let me show you how the DJ speaks. Are you now saying? Does that now mean? So the, what you are inferring. As the spirit of the DJ. You have them as your friends. Plenty. I know. So we understand grace, but, you know, you have to be careful. Let, let me show you another sign of the DJ. Come, brother. You now say, talk to me about the love of God. Just talk to me about the love of God. God has been good to you. Oh, God, the love of God. God really loves you. You know that. But be careful, look. It's a consuming fire. <laughs> now, them. So as you're talking about love so much, like they are not comfortable because nobody taught them love. They had a toxic relationship with their pastor and their God. So, but be careful, no, God. It's a consuming fire. Well, I, I do not end up, I, I really thank God for young men like you, you know, you are loving God, but you, you have to be careful because God destroy your fire. And they'll tell you, it's in the New Testament. Hebrews. Put it up there. Let's, let's, let's investigate this thing. Fire. Fire. Consume. If I be a man of God. Let God be God. You die by fire. So they've described terrorists as our God. <laughs> How is it different from Boko Haram? <laughs> what I just described? Eh? Not the preacher of love. It's the Ndaboski. is the fire. He turned down. Read your... Can, we, can, can, can I help you with this? You will love it. Can I help you with this? Read from verse 25. See that he refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escaped not, who refused him that spake? On earth, Moses, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. He's saying there's a consequences of rejecting Jesus. If they had consequences with Moses, there's surely consequences with this. Are you with me? Are you flowing with me? Trap with me. Next verse. It now says, whose voice then shook the earth? But now he that promised, saying, yet once more, I will shake not the earth only, but also what? 
Are you with me? So keep this verse. He wants to shake some things in the heavens and in the earth. Are you with me? He wants to move some things. Next verse, he now says, And this word, yet once more, signified the removing of those things that are. So he wants to remove the things that are. Stay with me. He wants to remove the things that are shaking. And what are these things that are shaking? Let's read. As of things that are made, and those things which cannot be shaken may remain. What are the things that will remain that are not shaking? If you know what will remain that is not shaking, it will give you an idea of the things that should be next verse. It now says, wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be... That means our kingdom cannot be shaken. So what should be shaken? Thank you. What should be shaken? The law. Religion. Whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming. What is he consuming? The things that should be. Let the Bible speak for itself. Not your emotional interpretation. Let's read it in the message translation. Because ask them or they can't interpret it too. They just jumped in. It's going to be fire. <laughs> Message says, so don't turn a deaf ear of these gracious words. If those who ignored earthly warnings didn't get away with it, what will happen to us if we turn our backs on heavenly warnings? Next verse. This voice, his voice that this time shook the earth to its foundation. Watch this. This time. Somebody said this time. He's told us that quite plainly, he, he will also rock the heavens one last shaking. From what? What does that remind you of? The veil that tore from top to bottom. That I will rock the heavens from top to bottom. I will split. I will remove. I will separate. Stem and stem. Next verse. The phrase one last shaking, stay with me, means thorough Hey, hey. Total getting rid of. So what is he cleaning? Historical, religious, the law. The law. The dust. The clutter. Are you seeing this? Next verse. Do you see what we've got? An unshakable kingdom. So we are not being removed. We are not being cleaned out. We are not being displaced. For we have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, the spirit of just men made perfect, the assemblies of the firstborn in Christ Jesus. He's not talking to you. Next, continue. Oh, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. And do you see how thankful we must be? Not only thankful, but brimming with worship. Deeply reverent before God. For God is not an indifferent. Continue. He's actively cleaning house, touching all that needs to be born. What needs to be born? I won't quit until it's all clean. God Himself is the. What is He destroying? The... I'm preaching good. Not another verse, so it's in that chapter. He's destroying historical 
and religious junk. It's not destroying you. Not your ex. He's not going to die. Jesus died for him. <laughs> Holy Ghost fire will not consume him. That fire, if that prayer works with all the men of God in Nigeria, Buhari will not have stayed for six weeks. Because our brother was VP or his VP to enter. Say, God has done it. Amen. We move him by prayers. No. Who will have all men to be saved? The constant interest on God of every matter is salvation. 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 I understand that this is not a popular message. So I came with my amen and my shouts. Not discouraged at all. <laughs> because this is the truth of the gospel. First John. Because they want to create this dual view of God. That bipolar God. That if he wakes up on the bad side of the bed. <laughs> if you do well, you see well. If you do bad. First John chapter 1 verse 5. It says, this then is the message which we have heard of him. And declare unto you that God is what? And in him is? Is that English clear enough? I've said before, no two white men, no two whites can give birth to a black child. No, it's not possible. But two black can give birth to white because darkness cannot come out of light. But light can come out of darkness. Two black parents can give birth to an albino. Give me the next translation. This, in essence, is the message you we have heard from Christ and are passing unto you. God is what? Pure light. Pure light. There is not a trace of. <laughs> okay. Next translation. Let's see. This is the life-giving message we've heard him share and it's still ringing in our hearts. We now repeat his words to you. God is what? You will never find even a trace of darkness. Stop hiring him to kill your landlord. He's not going to do it. <laughs> Don't hire him to kill your cousin. But can I warn you? Can I also say this to you? If anybody now says to you, Mandela, Emeka, over my dead body, will you make it? They will kill themselves. It's not God who killed them. They decided to stand in front of a moving train. That's suicide. The train didn't kill you. You killed yourself. So if you fall from a skyscraper, you say the, the house killed you. No, no, no. You went there. So if somebody says over my dead body, T.A., you will never rise. You, amen. You, the, the angel of death, that demon of death, ah, see me. Oh, my God. My God. Well, I'm strong. Because that's what they said. So your life is preserved in Christ and Christ in God. Are you listening to me? You are supernaturally protected by God. No weapon fashioned against you will be able to prosper. But that you will not be praying for somebody to die. Jesus died for them too. And God has no business killing a dead man. If he's not saved, he's already dead. I'm preaching. It's, it, 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 there's no He's dead. God has no interest killing a dead man. If he's not born again, he's already dead. Why, why do you want God to kill a dead man? He's dead. He came to die for the dead people. Jesus did not come to make bad people good. He came to make dead people live. 
not to kill dead people, even the more that you will die well. <laughs> Are you learning something today? Are you being blessed today? Are you being blessed today? Let's just very close. Let me show you something. We're talking about Isaac today. And I'm telling you, you can't mix both. You can't mix the law and grace. It has to stand alone. Ishmael and Isaac can't stay in the same house. That's the problem with the church. And God told me whilst I was preparing for this, can you see Ishmael mocking Isaac? That's why they keep mocking us. That's how they keep mocking us. That's how they don't like us. Why? The people of the law can never. They are religious people. We have the same father, different mothers, different orientations. They would never love. They cannot understand it. They pay the price in their flesh and it has hid them nothing. We don't pay the price. We receive the price that has been paid for us on the cross and we are enjoying life. It's not balanced to them. They cannot be excited about it. But the problem is, let me, talk, let, me tell, let me tell you something. God said to me something really powerful as I close. He said to me, until you come to the end of yourself, you won't see the beginning of God. You won't see the beginning of God. And God said to me, he's never said this to me before in my life. God is waiting for you to die. And I said, God, what do you mean? He said, since they are still alive with their own ambitions and their agenda and their proclivities and their options, I'm waiting for them to die. And I said to God, what do you mean? He said, I've been waiting. I was waiting for Abraham to die. I'm like, God, explain that to me. He said, because whilst I thought he was going to die, I saw him doing something with Hagar. I'm like, oh, wow, this guy is still alive. So I gave him space. And see, some things are still standing on holy ground, right? Knock yourself out. Some of you, since you're still alive in your agenda and in your plans and in your options, you will never see the grace of God at work because grace will not mix with that kind of works. God will wait for you to die when you come to the end of yourself and say, God, I have done all I can, like Peter, we have toiled throughout the night. Jesus didn't come 2 a.m. in the night. Jesus didn't show up 3 a.m. in the night. Jesus didn't even show up. It was in the morning. Peter said, we've toiled throughout the night, but nonetheless, at your word, we will cast. God will always wait for you to come to the end of yourself. God wants dead men. Because Isaac was a product of resurrection. Oh, come on. Come on, Isaac came out of resurrection. The body was dead. Why do you think Abraham did not have a problem trying to kill Isaac on the mount? Moriah. Why? Abraham said, knowing that God brought this guy out of my dead body, he will bring him back to life. So Abraham knew that this guy came out of death. If he dies again, at a normal level, he will come out of death. Because Abraham knew that this thing that happened between me and Sarah to give birth to Isaac, it was not my normal, you're getting it now. His body was dead. Sarah's womb was dead. So resurrection took place at the conception and inception of Isaac. It's something we don't talk about in church. We just talk about Abraham meeting Sarah and then Isaac showed up. How did that happen at about 100 years old? That conception was by the spirit. That thing was not physical. That thing was by the strength of the Holy Spirit. Because it came out of resurrection. God was intentional about his seed. And the child that God promised Abraham was not Isaac, was Jesus. 
Jesus is the seed of Abraham. Isaac is a seed. And the seed coming out of Abraham must not come from his flesh, will come from the empowerment of the spirit. Aye! Aye, 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 aye. So Abraham seen Sarah that day and anything that happened that night was engineered by the spirit. Why? God was in charge. He was two dead people. John chapter 1 verse 11. Let me show you something. As a backdrop. Glory to God. And he came unto his own and his own received him not. Next verse. But as many as received him to them, he gave power to become sons of God. Even to them that I believe, that believe on his name. Next verse. Which were born not of blood. Not of the will of the flesh. Oh, Father, release revelation in this room. Not of the will of the flesh. Which of the children came from the will of the flesh? You know, you're trapping with me. Which came from the will of the flesh? Which came from the will of the spirit? So he, he referred in this John to Isaac as a child born again. Born out of resurrection is born again. Give me this in the message translation. Is this too deep for second service? It says, he came to his own people and they didn't want him. But whoever did want him, who believed he was, who he claimed and would do what he said. Next verse. It says, he made to be their true selves. Their child of God's selves. These are the God. Stay with me. Not blood. Not flesh. Not sex. So Isaac was not sex begotten. Even, it happened, even if it happened like that, it was spirit engineering because the womb was dead. Abraham was dead. Because we never really talked about what really happened there. It was supernatural birth. It was supernatural. Are you saying it clearly? Super. That's what the Bible now says. In First Peter chapter 1 verse 3. It's talking about the believer. First Peter chapter 1 verse 3. My God. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy had begotten us again unto a lively hope. By what? So it's the resurrection that gave birth to Ross. It is resurrection that gave birth to Isaac. And the reason resurrection gave birth to... This was from last week. Isaac means I laugh. That resurrection that gives birth to Isaac, guess what? It was bringing us to Jesus. Who is the resurrection and the life? So resurrection gave birth to resurrection that he may now stay in us as the resurrection and the life. Is this too heavy for you this morning? This is really clear. And this is what the Bible says. This is really powerful for us to see. So if you see the book, the Bible says Romans chapter 4 verse 19. It's one of the scriptures that make me laugh. Because the Old Testament is a fault-finding document. The New Testament is a faith-finding document. Old Testament is what? And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now. And when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet did. So it is registered that both of them were dead, deadly dead. So how did that happen? And some of you, this is the first time you're actually thinking about this. Because we just think that Abraham was very strong. At, no, 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 no. It was a supernatural event that gave birth to Isaac. Both of them were dead. Are you seeing that in scripture? But you know the beautiful thing about this is Abraham did not just... 
The Bible says he staggered not at the promises of God. Wow. He didn't stagger, he somersaulted. He pregnated his housemaid. But in the Old Testament, it's a fault-finding document. In the New Testament, it's a faith-finding document. So when Jesus died, he edited their lives. So in the Old Testament, it's David who's the the adulterer, right? But in the New Testament, it's David by faith. Even Harlot, Rahab the Harlot, by faith. He comes to Abraham, he says, Abraham, by faith. He staggered not, really, at the promise of God through unbelief and was strong in faith, giving glory to God. So when Jesus died for them, he edited all their mistakes and amplified all their faith in Christ. So when Jesus... So Hebrews even has Rahab the harlot by faith. Why? What was Rahab's faith? He put the scarlet... Scarlet red, red cloth on the fence and believed in the God of the spies to come. That's the faith. That was good enough for her. What of you and I who he died for? He lives in us. All your sins are forgiven. When God sees you, he sees your faith. He doesn't see your flaws because the Old Testament has record of the flaws. That's Abraham. Who, he didn't even resist Sarah. But was trying to resist Sarah. When Sarah said, the, the babe should go. That's why God said, hey, ta, listen to your wife. You listen the first time, you will listen again. Because when Sarah said, hey, sleep with Hagar, he didn't say, no, I will not do that to my God. He will come true for me. Abraham said, ah, that's not a bad idea. It's like, you are right, so this is what God. But when Sarah said, let the girl go, he said, no. God said, hey, hey Abraham, come, 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 come. You listen the first time. You listen again. Be consistent in your listening. <laughs> Keep the same energy. Say. Are you listening to me? The same dead man. He came from the dead room. Let me show you something in Galatians as we raise to a close. Galatians chapter 4 verse 28. Glory to God. Give me this in, in the first translation. Maybe if, give, me the, give me the in the other translation. I don't have time. Isn't it clear, friends, that you like Isaac are children of what? In the days of Hagar and Sarah, the child who came from faithless plotting. Ishmael harassed the child who came from. Did you see that? So he didn't come from the flesh. He came from the empowering. That's what I've been trying to show you. From the faithful promise of Isaac. Next promise, Isaac. Next verse. Isn't it clear that harassment, that the harassment you are now experiencing from Jerusalem, heretics, follows the old pattern? It's the same thing. There is a scripture that tells us what to do. What do you do with the harassment? Expel the slave mother and her son. For the slave son will not inherit with the free son. Isn't that the conclusive? We are not children of the slave woman. We are. I can't hear. We are of what? Next verse, is that the end? Dear friends, just like Isaac, we are now the true children who inherit the kingdom promise. Next verse, just as the son of the say natural world at that time harassed the son born. How was Isaac born? How was Isaac born? Was not sex begotten. 
It was not blood begotten. It was not flesh begotten. It was not lust begotten. It was by the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, this thing has not been preached and I don't know why. Bro, this is the same thing that happened to Sarah. How shall these things be seen? I know not a man. He says the power of the Most High shall overshadow you. The same thing that happened to Sarah. That's what happened to Abraham. But who teach Abraham and Sarah? It looks like Abraham just woke up and saw Sarah and said, no, 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 no. Today let's do it. No, no, no. That's not what happened. It was the power of the Holy Spirit. So it is today. So there are some things that God wants to birth through you. But you must die to the law. Because that law cannot give birth to this thing. It has to be by the power of the spirit. You are interested in proliferation. God is interested in transformation. Abraham is not the father of Ishmael. Abraham is the father of Ishmael. Abraham is the father of Isaac. So Abraham was looking for the son. God was looking for transformation. This is not change. Me changing into what you were. This is transformation. Once the caterpillar becomes a butterfly, it does not have the potential to return back to be caterpillar. So God said, Abraham, I must bring you to the place where walk before me and be thou perfect. Genesis 17. Do not, be, no, do not be perfect to walk before me. Just walk before me and be that perfect. Your, perfect, but your perfection is in the journey. Your perfection is motion sensitive. He didn't say be perfect and walk before me. He says walk before me and be thou perfect. So you don't need to be perfect to start the walk. But in the walk, transition formation. I am changing whilst I'm moving. I'm moving whilst I'm changing. It was in this journey that Abraham, that's his name, became Abraham. I'm preaching good. And God is saying, I want dead men. People who are dead to their agenda. People who are dead to their plans. And say, Lord, I align with your agenda and your plan. Then and only then with grace be released. Because grace cannot back up your personal agenda. Grace always backs up God's agenda for your life. The agenda was Isaac, was never Ishmael. So when Ishmael was doing it, no, no, God said no. And my text in Genesis 21, I'm done. Genesis 21. It says, and the child grew and was waned, and Abraham made a feast the same day Isaac was. Next verse. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, which she had born unto Abraham, mocking. Next verse. Wherefore she said unto Abraham, cast out That's what I want you to do this morning. You know my illustration? To cast out is not... That's not how to cast out. <laughs> cast out is not... Let me try it before Peter. Or you have friends, you may hit their face. Cast out! Don't touch it. Don't, don't mix this thing with law. The bond woman and her son. 
away. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Stop mixing this thing with law. You cannot birth God's purpose for your life like that. What is delaying you from coming to everything God has done in Christ for you is this mixture. A little here. A little there. Is this blenders? A little here. And they mix it together. Is this spirit of the DJ? A little here. And a little there. And you're wondering. And guess what God would do? God would be looking at you. Oh, DDN, that's what he does. You just keep looking. You'll be fasting, praying. We're just looking at you like this. Because law and grace cannot blend. And grace, G-O-D, is grace on duty. God is grace on duty. If you're going to see God in the issue, law must live. Romans 6, 11 verse 6 is clear. If it is of grace, let it be of grace. If it is of law, or else grace is no longer grace. And if it's by grace, then it's no more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. And if it's of works, then it's no more, no more grace. Otherwise, works is no longer no more works. So simple. The reason you are not seeing his movement is that you are doing the work. And God is saying, since you are working, let me wait for you when you are done. Are you done? Okay, I can start. How many of you are uh, saying today, Father? Uh, that's the word. I'm exhausted. I think in my, it's my office who checked my itinerary, just back-to-back preaching. And somebody said to me, Flourish, how do you do it? And I said to her, I always log out of my strength and log into his strength. Always. It can be frustrating, overwhelming sometimes. But once I get there and I'm like, I'm not supposed to be burning out. This thing is the grace walk. So I will log out of my strength and log into his strength. Be strong in the Lord and in the power. So spiritual growth is him dependent, not independent. I hope with these few words of mine. But I want to pray. I want to pray for people in this room who are tired of working in their strength and say, God, today I die to my agenda. I die to my agenda. Olayami is always the template of God in scripture. Come on stage, let me show you something. And then we can pray. The Bible says, Jacob, the son of who? Isaac, wrestled with a man till the morning, and he kept fighting. Kept fighting till morning. And the Bible says he touched the hollow of his tie, and his, he was out of joint. His prayer changed. I won't let you go. Until you bless me. God will watch you keep fighting until he touches something in your life that will make you hold on to him. It is in this position that grace flows. But when you are still spying with God, he just stands and he's looking at you. Until you are done. I'm saying to you, thank you, son. Until you come to the end of yourself, you would never see the grace of God flow in your life. This call this morning is don't mix this thing with your strength. Don't mix this thing with law. 
mix this thing with just grace and faith alone in God's word. I want to pray for people this morning who I, I'm tired. I've toiled throughout the night. I can't. I submit to your agenda. I submit to your plans. I submit to your word concerning my life. Do I have people in this room who are tired? I want you to lift your hands this morning and pray for one minute. Father, I die to my agenda. I receive your plans and your words for my life. Are you praying this morning? Let him, let him. Kabbalos, Kibrehen, My God, my Shotabala, his Are you praying or you're just watching? My God. God, I'm tired of being a DJ. I'm not doing this anymore. Are you praying this morning? I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. Shadabakaski Rebereheskis Lama Mandoski Repeski Labahandesko Recapelevadisko Prehendaveski My God, I'm tired. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of my strength. I log out of my strength. I log into your strength. Shh, hold up a minute. I want to pray for people this morning. And I want you to step out some of you to be salvation call. And if it's salvation call, let us know so I can get the counselor to pray with you. Some of you, it's just, it's not, I'm saved, but I'm tired. I'm doing this thing by my strength. From today, I log out of my strength. And I log into your strength. Where are you in this room? I want to pray, with, pray for you. Run out to the altar quickly. Where are you in this room? I'm talking specifically for people who are, you know, throughout this world, that this is you. Please, ushers, check the belongings of people who have stepped out, please. I'm tired. Listen to me, listen to me. If you, if you stepped out of your seat, that's good enough. Wherever you are, and I want you to make this prayer. Father, today, I log out of my strength. I receive your strength. I decree and declare. I get out of the mixture. Jesus is enough for me. In the name of Jesus, let resurrection power come on me right now. In the name of Jesus, cast your burdens upon the Lord. This is really important. You have five minutes to do this. If I'm led to pray with you, I would pray with you. Come down when I'm praying generally on everyone. If this is not you, just stretch your hands towards the people who are in front. And I want you to pray, Father, the strength of the Spirit. I'm talking to people whom God has given a word of prophecy. There's a promise over your life. 
but it looks like it's delaying. I'm saying this thing is delaying because you may be mixing this with works. Are you praying or you are just talking? Shiba la kabaski barondoski. Dokoski predeveleheskiska. Malabandoski vre. Malapaski vre. Malakaski vre hetos. To pray strong. Forget about your neighbor. I want you to pray strong. Father, I'm tired. I'm tired. I log into your strength, my father. Lord, I'm tired. Jesus we're closing listen to me there are people in here standing in front you're going to experience some it is crazy can I can I show you something if you learned how to drive with manual if you don't take your legs out of the cloth she doesn't move what you just did is that you moved your legs out of the you are going to see speed you're going to see speed once God knew that Abraham was torn and dead Get ready for overflowing, super abundant miracles. It will shock you in this season. This moment, the prayer is simple. Father, thank you. I'm ready for what you want to do. Can you say, Lord, I'm ready. I load out of my strength. I release myself to you. I'm ready for what you want to do through me. Stop it, stop it, stop it. I feel this, this is really powerful. Trust me, this is the main service. This part now, this is the main service. Some of you, the call of God is upon your life. You are running. You are wasting your time. The prayer is, Lord, I, I surrender. Young lady, come to me quickly, quickly. Bring her, bring her quickly. Thank you, Holy Ghost. This is the main service. This is the main service. I did all the preaching just to bring you to this point. Just keep us standing here. You, you know the hand of God is upon your life for ministry. You know you are called to be a kingdom financier in the billionaire order. But to give is still a problem because you are trying to calculate everything. And God is saying, since you are calculating, I will let you be. Until you come to the point where you are saying, Lord, all of you, that's what I'm talking about this morning. Can you, can you pray one minute now or two? Father, I release myself to you. I release myself to you. Are you praying? I release myself to you. Come on, open. I release myself to you. Do with me the original plan for my life. I align with your agenda. I align with your agenda. Can you pray? I drop my agenda. Are 
mess with this time those of you in front please don't mess with this time father I, this prayer is simple I align my life to your purpose bring her up for me everyone lift your hands Abraham wanted a son God wanted Abraham God is saying, I need the transformation. Once you are realigned, there's going to be a deluge. The, I sense it. Like, bring her up. There's something about this child. Bring, oh, my God. Bring her up. Just put her up there for me. My God. Young men, the frustration is over. I sense it to this side of the hall. The frustration is over. And what God is asking is for alignment. Let me, if you are not tired, you can go back to your seat. I'm talking to people, you have gotten to that dead stage that I am dead. Shh. Do you know the embarrassing thing about being dead? Now he's dead, but his name has changed. Abraham, father of many nations. But there's no possibility. God says, leave that one for the... Thank you, Jesus. For I have called you, says God. Agabo Contiga Pahaskis, Ilebenendoskis, Recoponzi TV, Ilebantos, to dilute you from the element that has held you down. And I command the woman of your dreams 
to, by the Spirit of God. Oh my God. Give me 20, 20 people here, the Spirit of God. There are some of you, it is mighty financial release. Open up your hands. And God is saying, I wanted to bring you to the point where you know that this is not for you. This is for the work of the ministry. It's for the kingdom. There, some of you, I hear eight weeks in my spirit from today. There will be, oh yes, stay, stay, my God. Spirit of God. Makatale. Bring her, bring her for me. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Bring her up, up, up. Spirit of God. There are young men here. Frustration is over. Watch this. God wanted your realignment. Listen to me, Mastercraft. Now that realignment is in place, where nobody is in doubt who you worship and who you serve, when he knows that you can reflect the glory of God, get ready. There are brothers here, get ready for the billion flow. Put it on the floor. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. All over this room, one more time. One more time, I'm giving you an opportunity. Opportunity. Are you, are you ready to pray? I'm giving you one more opportunity. Standing on the aisle, people like Dami, standing on the aisle, everyone in this room, one more opportunity. Even those seated and are not out, Father, I realign. I come to the end of myself. I'm not mixing my agenda with your agenda. I realign myself to your grand purpose for my life. Pray that prayer for two minutes.
not a time to leave the service. Hey! My God! You will do the will of God. I said you will do the will of God. You will do the will of God. Everywhere, like a rushing mighty wind. What should do? Do not miss. Aha, aha, aha. Message anywhere are you? Take it. And then you are. Another thousand receive it. Mary Jane, receive it. quickly we amplify your voice to preach to teach to sing every gift self alignment I'm using her as a point of contact to reach like four women in this room ah. oh my god Your hands will sponsor the gospel. You will lend unto nations you will not borrow. You will have more than enough for you. That anointing is upon your life. There is great realignment in the Nusha. Hey, come on. That's it. That's it. Leave. Just leave us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Father, thank you. Everyone here, Etiaro, everyone here, cold wind of God. From Yemi to Evu. I hear it purpose by the spirit fulfilling your purpose by the spirit your purpose is bigger than you it has to come by the spirit are you listening to me it is bigger than you it has to come if you can fulfill it you don't need God but if it's bigger than you you need this you need to do it by the spirit uh -uh. wait for me take it Hear me like a sword. Take it. Everywhere. Come on. 